to everybody, especially Bill. This is me, Perry the Commission. It's time for the Empire Hockey Podcast. Bill, we have an exciting week. We have a lot lined up for you. We even had our first guest ever on the podcast. Uh, how you feeling, Bill, for one? I know you worked all day today, so did I a little bit. Uh, but yeah. how are you feeling? Feeling good. Uh, going to get some hockey in uh, here. Going to watch some hockey later. Uh, and uh, after the uh, morning wake up and reading the Gritty Gazette, uh, you know, great start today. Got to thank Islanders again. This time it's the Gritty Gazette. I think it was the Raquel report last week. Now it's the Gritty Gazette. Absolutely. Uh, also of note, it is Patrick's birthday. GM of the Islanders. Happy birthday to Patrick. And he brings us our uh, our weekly Gazette, which is uh, an exciting thing. And uh, Bill, you're already getting shout outs on the Slack for your for your Babe poster, which I already gave you props for. But Babe Two, Pig in the City, great movie. Babe, babe Two, Pig in the City. Yeah. What a fantastic! You're getting it done. It, it, it's a wholeheartedly uh, a tremendous family film. I can't, yeah. can't say enough about Babe in the City, uh, but Pig in the City. But we have to get to uh, the actual show. And getting to the Gazette, we have our top three teams of the week. Uh, Declan, who just mashed, and he's very scary at this point. Uh, and then Patrick, the aforementioned birthday boy, uh, second team of the week. And then, of course, the hated uh, Shy Vegas and Tom's team, who is still undefeated. We don't want to talk about that too much, but well, unfortunately, this is, this is what the pod's about, so we have to talk about them. It was funny because Patrick was up to like 100 on like Thursday. I, I noticed that because I was one of the victims to Patrick this week. Um, but he had like a great start to the week. And then Declan's weekend was just, he had like, I think it was a 63-point Saturday and just yeah. went nuts over the weekend. Top skaters of the week, again, Declan. It was partially because of this. Austin Matthews and the, and the Toronto Maple Leafs went nuts. Uh, of course, Connor McDavid for uh, Toronto uh, continues to have video game type highlights along with actually scoring those goals. And then uh, Kyle Palmieri, bit of a, a odd week there, but shout out to him and him and the Islanders. Uh, he's over with uh, New Jersey now, which is a big move and a uh, big week for him. So Matthews had seven goals, five assists. He had 40 fantasy points for the week. Matthews outscored five league teams by, in goals by himself, and he equaled four others. So nine teams in the league, Matthews either outscored them or equaled them in goal scoring for the week. And, yes, I may have also been one of those teams too. Wow, Bill. These things a, stat, a stat that buries yourself. That's, yes. that's something else. Let's get to the, let's get to the goalies and uh, the Blues had uh, Mr. Jerry from the Pens a uh, huge week for him. This kid Lankanen for the Blackhawks continues to sit in the minors for uh, the Ducks and <laughs> continues to rack up points. And then, of course, on my bench uh, was Old Man Quick in LA, who I'm starting this week. Which you know he's going to be terrible. Uh, <laughs> that's just how it works. <laughs> it's fascinating, though, because I, I had Vitek Vanacek at the Capitals, and he's been in my mm-hmm. minors all year, too, so I can relate to Lankin and you know, being on the minors you know, in a team and having a minors yeah. goalie produced for somebody. Yeah, so you're, you're feeling that only you know, the, the Bruce's, team is, Bruce's team is doing a little more than yours is. Oh, but, slightly, uh, slightly better, yeah. <laughs> doing slightly better overall. Uh, rookies of the week, Velarde. He is an actual duck. IRL for Toronto. And you have one of your guys, Anderson, 
Uh, tell me about his. Tell me about his week, Bill. Um, I honestly didn't know he was a top scoring rookie. I just knew that he has a pulse and he plays for the Kings. And I got him in a trade in the off season. So Mikey Anderson is doing better than Kale Clegg. So I played him, and that was cool. He got a few points. And Norris for the Golden Seals. So, so some of these teams that are hard, you know playing particularly well, Bill, but they're having some young guys like you and the Golden Seals. Uh, yeah, Caps future. Golden Seals. It was a great matchup this week, eighty-eight to eighty-one. Caps got a win. It was great. Feel bad for the Golden Seals, but hey, these things happen. Highest fantasy points of the week, Austin Matthews. As you mentioned the the high scoring goals, but 30, 30 point seven five, you know, thirty point seven five fantasy points. Uh, there and then fantasy points per game. Uh, Koskin for the Bruins, seventeen seven five in just one game. Well, Winnipeg also, that's the thing. Declan had Matthews, but he had Shifley. Shifley had four goals, four assists this week, too. So you put those two guys together, it's 11 points, nine assists with two guys. It's yeah, like Winnipeg's, Winnipeg's heating points. up. Yeah. Winnipeg's heating up for sure. Uh, get to the standings now, uh, Bill. And what, what really stands out for you? Obviously, uh, Tom and the Blackhawks are 15-0. and 0. Division well, winners – to, to me, I was going to say the thing that really stands out is you are going to have a fascinating race still. I mean, it is early with three games a week, but the Nicorette Patch Adams division, you've got five of the six teams within like two and a half games of each other right now. Um, right. Our potential future guest, Ryan, is atop it by a half game right now over Quebec. But, uh, you know, you've got teams just jump, jumbled in right there. Uh, all really going for the Nicorette Patch Adams division title by the end of the year. Yeah, that race, the division race there is obviously not going to be settled for a long time. Other races are not quite as tight, even though, I mean, you have Winnipeg uh, and Declan at 14 and 1, but right behind them, you know, is the Ducks. Bruce is 11 and 4, defending champion. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Canucks are 10 and 5, Arizona are 10 and 5. And, yep. There's teams right there that are in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, tough to say that they're not contenders for the division because you play three games a week and anything can happen. But uh, you have that going on. They have Detroit kind of hanging in there, second place in the Chick-fil-A Norris division. And then any team with uh, McDavid on it, Toronto's in third at eight and seven. My team continues to have terrible luck, Bill, as you may be aware. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, but with two and one, it should have been three and zero. Oh, but somehow, uh, Webb and the Rangers decided to drop a, a huge weekend on me and and pull away. So, not too thrilled about that. Webb's at eight and seven in the last team in the playoffs. You have the Islanders, Pat eleven and four, and then uh, you have the Pe- uh, Penguins at twelve and three, leading the AT and T Lily uh, division. Can I do a team of the week? Hmm. Because I think the Rangers are my team of the Absolutely. week. Absolutely. And, and the I Rangers wanted, are team of the week. Well, and part of it is because I wanted to give a shout-out. You went 3-0, and but it's you have to have the whole focus for your fantasy team. You have to have the goal scorers. You have to have point guys. But you also have to have physicality, the grit or whatever. Adam Larson, who was a defender for the Rangers, he had eight and a quarter fantasy points this week. And how did he get those eight and a quarter fantasy points? 21 hits and 10 block shots. That's amazing. And he was plus one. Nothing else, but he had 21 hits. He blocked 10 shots. And that gets you eight points, and that's you know enough to maybe put you over the edge for a matchup in a week. Bill, we have our second live cut of the year. And it wasn't even me this time. Quebec has cut Carter Hutton. Oh, no. 
Oh, no. Eight minutes. Eight minutes ago. Well, I mean that that's. I mean goalies. Like I mean, I was I was incredibly sad for good old Marcus Hogberg because <laughs> Declan cut bait on Marcus Hogberg, who is. I don't watch a ton of hockey, but I've watched a few Senators games this year, and God bless the man, but he's not a really good goalie uh, from what I've seen. And now, granted, he plays because they have Matt Murray and him, so Senators need a guy with a pulse. But, yeah, it's a tough week for goalies with him getting dropped, Carter Hutton getting dropped. And uh, I don't think he was owned at least last check, but I watched – I'm a Caps fan, and Aaron Dell suited up for the Devils yesterday. So, like – I mean, I don't know. It's kind of rough go for some goalies lately. Yeah, I saw some Aaron Dell jokes on, on Twitter.com, so I <laughs> assumed he did something other than getting traded or cut or signed. So. <laughs> well, he actually wasn't terrible, too, yesterday. He was okay. I mean, he faced like 40 shots. The Capitals put like 40 shots on him. But like, hey, he played. Scott Wedgwood, still available, Perry. Still available. Yeah, we missed. That was a segment we had. Is Scott yeah. Wedgwood available? And, yes, he is. He is available. available. I'd say any goalie who's ever come near the Toronto Maple Leafs organization has a, a microscope on them, and Aaron Dell is one of those, one of those folks. Uh, let's uh, let's take a look at the. I know I hinted at it, Bill, but let's take a look at the playoff picture before we get to our uh, weekly transaction report, which sadly we'll have to add to with Carter Hutton there. Uh, but looking at the overall standings, remember it's just the top four teams get the bye each division. And then the next – after that, the next – I can't do math. Well, to clarify, the division winners get the top four seeds. Yep. Yes. And then the next eight teams make the postseason regardless of division. So, so that's that, – and, and that's where the Pat Adams division is going to kind of throw a little bit of a wrinkle in there in terms of top four seeds because you're going to have three, you know, pretty high seeds there. You're going to have – well, I mean, and, and that's not true. They could – by the end of the year, they could have a much better record. But right. Like going as right of now, right now, what you're saying, right, is one of the teams out of the top uh, six, eight, six whatever. is going to have a number one seed, right? That's just currently, right? We're talking yes. about yes. talking about Buffalo. Buffalo is yes. the ninth best team in the league, but they're going to be the fourth seed if the right. season ended today. So, looking at those standings, last team in right now is the New York Rangers, tied with Toronto and Quebec. Who, you know. Uh, Joe's team started so hot, right? Come back, come down to earth just a little bit. They're eight and seven now, 16 points. The, f- the last team out is the Hartford Whalers, and they're staring at that tie, seven, one, seven and one. Uh, 500 <laughs> team looking in from the outside of the postseason. Darn tie, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had some ties this year. I think we've had two of them. We had one last week. Yeah, we did last week. Portland. Portland and was it Portland St. Louis or Portland Buffalo? It was Portland Buffalo, yes. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Yeah, we talked about how it came down to just little crazy things on that last day that resulted in the tie. We did have a trade go down yesterday, and one is currently in the works. Want to talk about those trades, Bill? Sure. Uh, um, so it was a big trade between. Um, Chicago and was Rangers, I think. Yeah. Um, so Chicago continues to load up on names and right. and the guys. And Alec Martinez ends up, uh, you know, in that trade, if I recall properly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a fourth round minors pick, I think, yep. along with Mr. Martinez. And Elvis Merzlikens, Josh Brown, Boone Jenner going the other way. So Elvis left the building. Elvis did leave the building. And, yeah. you know, uh, he with an injury, he's he got kind of banged up yesterday or, or Saturday. I don't remember which. But uh, uh, so kind of a tough way to go out. Obviously, the trade yeah. was confirmed before, well before the Elvis got uh, banged up. But hopefully he's back in action. Well, the way uh, Yunus Corpusalo is playing lately, they'll get Elvis back in as quick as they can. Not yeah, they that's, that's the good news. Yeah. That's the good news. The Rangers also have uh, Peter Mrazek, who got hurt earlier this year. Had yeah, a so shutout or two before he got hurt. Yeah, he was right? playing really yeah. well, actually. I'm a big Peter Mrazek guy, so it was tough to see him go down. Uh, I'm an OG owner of Peter Mrazek from year yeah, one. They, who The Hurricanes have uh, the former R- Elise goal Reimer. now. Maybe? Yeah, Reimer. Yeah, yeah. Reimer's over Reimer. there now. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the other pieces there? I don't know a lot about Josh Brown, but uh, Jenner is just kind of a workhorse. And uh... I mean, J- Jenner's two about two, what a little over two points a game. You can play wing, you can play center. He's reasonably priced at thirty five hundred. Um, yeah, I mean, but I feel like Mersey Lakins is the, you know, the draw there. Like you're getting a young goalie that's you know going to be pretty good. But um, you know, if you're if you're, you know, getting Alec Martinez on the other end of the trade, Martinez is like a three point three-point defenseman who like is like four thousand bucks so it's hard to turn that down too so what about this pending trade we have going on right now yeah going to montreal and then we got debrusque and middlestad going uh to the bruins um uh so carlson like he's the expensive guy in the trade right and he's uh, kind of kind of underperforming guy though right if, not really. I mean, well, I, I feel like with Ve- I mean, I don't know enough to say for sure, but like with Vegas, that can be like a you can have a rich week from them or like a calm week. You know, there's that high risk, high reward almost where like you're right. I feel like if Vegas has a good week, Carlson could like really, you know, turn up for you in that particular week or, you know, maybe hasn't done it so far. But um, I feel like some good grit going back the other way and DeBrusque and Middlestad. Yeah, I'm going to take back what I said there, Bill, about Carlson. He's he's basically been at his career, just slightly under his career output fantasy-wise the last three years. I think the 2017, the first year of the Knights, right? I think that kind of yeah, 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 skewed yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. thought of every <laughs> single player that played for the Vegas Golden Knights, including a guy that I like a lot who's just doing absolutely nothing for me. And I'm, he's, he's almost on his last, uh, his last bit of legs um, for my team. Uh, former Minnesota Golden Gopher, which is the only probably the only reason I'm hanging on to him. But Eric Howla uh, oh, had a yeah. monster. He had a monster year. Everyone on the team had a monster season. So, you know, you're looking at the Vegas Golden Knights from 17, 18. You're like, okay, well, you kind of have it's almost like a steroid year, seemingly for a lot of these guys, <laughs> as far as not literally, but just like how you're looking at their their careers. Uh, DeBrusque is a you know a good young guy, right? Uh, that Boston has mm-hmm. hasn't produced too much this year, but he's still, as I said, he's he's a young. A uh, young player, 24 years old, making two and a half. Well, the middle stat spits out a little over a point a game, and he's under a thousand bucks. So, I mean, like, you know, you're getting some. And he's only 22. He's just, yeah, he's just right. you just know his name because he's been around the pros for this is his fourth year in professional in NHL, playing in NHL hockey. Like, it's one of the many young guys on the Sabres. They have so many young guys on that team. Real yeah, life Sabres. That, that was the idea. I think that's what the uh, Bruins were trying to do there is get a little younger. A little cheaper and they did acquire some upside. I, I can never know for sure like i happen to be a capitals fan who is the capitals but like i never necessarily can remember now like 
if you like is Bruins a Bruins fan, for example, you never know. Nate, yeah, Nate's okay, a Bruins. So, he's, he's yeah, involved. so I mean, he's yep, getting absolutely. a Bruin in the trade too, so that can't hurt. No, I, I, that's a lot of uh, fantasy hockey in general is not only getting guys that produce, but guys that you like to root for as well. Sure. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's why you, what, in the, in the last round of the Myers draft, you picked I up, picked up Vitek Vanacek. Vanacek who's cap, turned yeah, into something. So that yeah. <laughs> kind of helped you there. Yeah. Would have been better if I was a good GM and actually did something with him, but who knows? <laughs> Just hold on to him. Hey, let's uh, let's take a look, see if Alexa shows up here. Um, but let's look ahead at the, the upcoming schedule for this week, Bill. There's that, and we got we got to touch on the trade block too, because league sources keep saying that there's like a couple teams that are really trying to sell some pieces. Okay, let's yeah, let's talk about the trade block here. So, like uh, from what I have heard, league sources have informed that the Bruins, the Lightning, and the Red Wings are among the teams really trying to get rid of some assets and. You can tell that the Red Wings really are interested because they posted in general. Didn't post in Trade Vegas, actually posted in general and said, look, I'm trying to get rid of guys. So that's a, that's a serious play. It's a serious play there when you post in general. So, like, that's, you know, you're going to have to keep, and it's what, less than two weeks now? It's March 5th, the deadline. So, less than two full weeks, maybe. So, it's, it's coming up quicker than we think. March 7th is the, is the trade 7th, deadline. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's March 7th. Um, and yeah, I mean, well, and, and, and when you have an owner who is trying to trade the third most point, the third highest point producer in the week last week, Ryan Nugent Hopkins on the block, you know, that, that also perks the ears up for a few teams. I think that's just because he is a small child and he's bored, but I mean, that, that could be true to other GMs. I don't know. Motives, you know, motives are different for some teams, you know, and, and if an, if a savvy owner is out there looking to make their team better, you never know. Fascinating to watch. Absolutely. Uh, before, if we can get, if we get Alexa, I'm not sure he's, you know, some things are more important than the empire hockey podcast. I can't imagine what those things could be, Bill. Um, Unless it's know. maybe indoor indoor golf or something, but uh, simulated golf. Getting paid but, by a job, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, this is more. This but is definitely yeah. more than that. Fair. Want to talk about some uh, some scheduling here? I, I have a rough schedule. I mean, I have a kind of a. Well, this is this is the week here. where Chicago plays Winnipeg, right? It is. That's got to be the game of the week, right? Uh, I mean, it's got to be up there. Yeah. Besides me playing Chicago, but. Also a big matchup. It's huge for me. I'm trying to stay in it. I look at the look at the fantasy points. Bill. Well, and and you're also playing Alexin this week too, I believe. I am. You're, yes, so you're definitely right ma- about that. Another neat matchup. And then I I have uh, lowly lowly Phoenix at one and fourteen, which is a must win. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it, it kind of keeps you hanging around there. Any other top matchups we have? We got Flyers Rangers. Both teams are right around the playoffs. Islanders is playoff playing Toronto. I know that was yep. another good one. That's a big one. Yeah, you got Hartford well, I, trying to stay in the playoffs with Houston. That's a big it, game for Ryan, who's ahead in that division right now. He's got the Ducks too, so I mean that's a yeah. tough matchup. So like in Quebec, you know, when you got Buffalo, Quebec, there a couple other teams. It's it's that division is going to be volatile. Penguins, Vancouver, twelve and three versus ten and five. And uh, yeah, that that Ducks Buffalo Sabers. Not only is it a big game here, but it's also uh bragging rights you have two former club hockey guys for our at rpi uh dueling it out there another thing i want to point out too uh in the 
off the waiver wire. Uh, Victor Rask is on his third team in two and a half weeks. Victor Rask, yeah, claimed, I almost claimed by Houston. I almost picked him up this morning. I was sitting in the at work, my other job, not uh, managing the North Stars, and um, I said, you know what, Victor Rask looks pretty good. But then I remembered how terrible he was in general, and so I the, decided the, the Capitals had him for a week. They dropped him in favor of Jay Beagle, and then uh, a couple weeks back, the Red Wings dropped him, uh, picked up Scott Harrington, and now Houston's got him. So. See if third team's the charm. Uh, Bill, on your team, who has been your biggest surprise and your biggest uh, kind of letdown at this point of the season? Um, well, he's not a surprise, but my best player is Darnell Nurse. And I can tell he's my best player because the best teams in the league try to acquire him in a trade. Uh, so that's usually a good sign that I have at least you know. one good player on my team. Yeah. Um, uh Carlson's too expensive I think so that's why people don't come after Carlson I think um but uh my biggest surprise is I randomly picked up Brock McGinn because I needed a depth forward and I've heard of him and he has seven goals and four assists so that's that's been huge Um, that's pretty darn good and uh biggest uh disappointment uh, yeah. I don't know. Max Domi uh, is probably up there. He's uh, not very good. I still have Kyle Pozo on my team who's averaging 0.06 fantasy points a game. Uh, granted, I picked him up because he's expensive. But, uh, <laughs> 0.06? 0.06. He's played in nine games. He is minus three and has pretty much no other stats. I think he has a hit or something like that. So... <laughs> It's, it's pretty impressive, really. That might be the um, worst player in fantasy hockey. <laughs> he, uh, and I dropped Franz Nielsen because he got released in real life or whatever. But, again, he was only picked up, too, because he was like $5,000 and I needed to hit the floor. Um, I was really rooting for – I picked up Troy Terry in a trade uh, in the offseason, and he's, uh, he's not really doing very much either. But he's, you know, it's Troy Terry, so who knows. All right, I'll give you my biggest – of those two bill and uh they might not be very big surprise uh you know surprises either of them i guess but uh carter verhage is my biggest surprise not to me but to the outside world i've i've been big on in on carter ever since he got let go by uh uh, i'm not sure who actually had him last year it's either detroit or montreal but i picked him up within a week because i saw just kind of what he was able to do in the limited minutes he got in tampa Mm -hmm. and you know the Tampa's kind of like the Yankees, where if a team gets rid of them, <laughs> yes, they're yeah. probably still pretty good, and if you need to give them a chance. Yankees Florida slash play. Tampa Bay Rays, yeah. <laughs> exactly. If, uh, yeah, in Florida, I was just, I had them. I was sitting in my minors, right? And I was like, okay, um, Florida's going to play them on their first line. I'm like, giddy up, Carter. This is your time <laughs> to shine. And yeah. he has been great. Uh, not surprisingly, and currently on injury reserve is Eric Carlson, who has 14 total points in 13 games, making 12 million bucks a year for the North Stars. He is definitely in the doghouse here. And thankfully on IR, so I don't have to really worry about him, but well, I did he's want my to, biggest letdown. I did want to point out one other thing, especially because he's brought up in the Slack rut somewhat often. You're not going with Nick Dowd this week. Nick Dowd currently on your bench. Yeah, Nick Dowd... Um, this is what it was. I'm giving Nick, I mean, I'm giving Eric Halla basically one more go around here. He's got four games this week and he is, he hasn't scored yet. 
He's playing 50, almost 16 minutes uh, a game. He's getting almost two minutes of power play time a game. Like, show me something, right? Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. That's it's it. Like, I, I can't. He he's this yeah he's scoring. Yeah. He's scoring worse than Nick Dowd, which says a lot about him, right? So, and then Alex Edler, who's been like almost a three point guy his whole career. If you look at his career, like fantasy hockey mm-hmm. numbers, three points roughly a game, two point eight to three point three ish. He's getting me one point three right now. I don't I don't know what to do with him. Tried to trade him. He's not worth much. So he's just gonna sit on my bench. Um, Ian Mitchell. Ian Mitchell's turning it on. But this is. Bill, this is why I love the league. Yeah. I'll say this right now. Uh, he started off, as many rookies do, kind of, you know, deer in headlights for the first few weeks of his career. But to Chicago's credit, they're just throwing him out there for 17, 18, 19, 20, sometimes 20 minutes a game. Yeah. And he's got two goals in his last five, including he had a goal against Carolina on Friday, uh, Thursday or Friday. Um, and he looks a lot better. He looks a lot more confident. They're playing him. He's still not playing in the power play, but that, I think that'll, that'll come eventually. He's an offensive guy out of Denver. Yeah. And uh, no, Ian Mitchell, he's taken the spot of Edler for a week, a lot, mostly because Edler, I think, only is playing two games. But um, no, Ian Mitchell, I drafted him the first year of this league, and now he's getting a chance to play. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. I, like, I tear up a little bit thinking about it. Well, it's the progression of the North Stars. You know, you draft a guy, and now he's in your lineup, and he's starting to make contributions. It's, it's, it's what it's the stuff dreams are made of. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tom is getting on my case, all caps about Nick Dowd and I'm not going to, I'm not going to bend to peer pressure here. No, <laughs> Eric Hall is going to come. Eric Hall is going to score a goal. <laughs> Nick Dowd is not doing it this week. I'm, I'm sorry. Selfishly as a Caps fan, I hope he does, especially because we played the Penguins twice this week, but we'll see. I, I look, I still hope my bench guys score because then it gives them value, but um, no, I'm not uh that's not happening. We're putting throwing all our guns out there. Patrick Namath, Tyler Myers, everyone's going out there trying to be. I'm paying nearly a combined ten thousand to Montour and Opozo on my bench currently. I benched Montour. I, I don't. I just. I don't know why I still have him. I don't even know why I kept him in the off season because like, he had such a turd year last year. But I don't know. I, I something about him. I thought he was going to be pretty good, and he's just been a turd this year. Hey, folks are setting their lineups, right, Bill? Um, any, any like, in real life NHL weeks you like, just looking at the schedules and uh, any matchups you like? Um, Goaltending-wise, I, I said it before, I was going with uh, Quick um, over Malcolm Subban. <laughs> well, with... <laughs> <laughs> but the, the way Lankin is playing in Chicago, like, you figure Subban may not, you know, play as but much. I don't know. Other than, other than Subban's the... first game, he's been great. Yeah, he has been good. But he's only played three other games. He's only played three <laughs> other games. So he's a 5.25 point per game goalie. But uh, by you playing quick, you're also going against your own real life team. I know. The that's... Wild play quick this week. But if I took him on every time they played the Wild, I'd never play them because oh, they that's... play, you know, a thousand times in their own division there. Fair. Uh, Fair. But four, a lot of four game weeks to check out, Bill. Any other four game weeks? Any other teams that you like uh, as far as teams playing against other? Uh, I kind of like Chicago. I'm kind of high on them this week. They're well, playing the Columbus and Detroit. 
and I'll be honest, and this is something that I guess is I've noticed more because I own Carey Price, and that is that any Canadian team seemingly scores a lot. So yeah. having having a Canadian team goalie is, although I mean, there's the good ones, like, you know, uh, blank and on the guy for the, Price. the Jets, yeah, and the Flames. Um, oh, Markstrom, guy, Markstrom, yeah, but yeah. like. But, like, there's just so many goals. Like, the Senators are scoring goals again. So, like, I mean, it's, you know, anytime you're in one of those matchups where if you're a Canadian team and you're playing three or four games a week, you figure that's going to be a good matchup. And, I mean, it showed itself with Matthews last week. Yeah, with 26 teams, it is tough to play matchups, you know. But right. uh, in the, I mean, in the goalies instance, is where it really comes into play, right? I mean, really, yeah. you want to make sure you try, try to give yourself, you know, a couple extra starts if you can with your goalie. Yeah, but you're also trying to you know, put your best guys out there, right? You're not playing matchups too many times. I know Vancouver only plays two games this week. So that's something you probably want to uh, keep in mind. And uh, Winnipeg only plays two games this week. Now that affects Islanders because uh, he has Holtby, if I remember right. Right. Uh, there's a postponed game on Friday. I don't, I'm not sure the Sharks are supposed to play, but the Sharks only play three games this week. And uh, a lot of four, like a lot of four game weeks, Bill. A lot of ground can be made up. I know in my matchup with uh, Chicago, uh, I have sixty nine scheduled skaters, and he has seventy two. So he's doing some he's doing some lineup uh, adjusting as we speak. Uh, his team is just ridiculous. I went up and down, and I was like, I don't know where I'm supposed to win a matchup here. So Which especially team? with with me in Chicago, the Chicago, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, if Sid Sid needs to have a week if I'm going to win one of these times because he's been not uh, this is his worst fantasy season of his career his his former low was three and a half points per game which that was being two years said ago. they get the Capitals twice and he's, they seemed I mean not yeah. that I know from experience they, he does pretty well against that team says at 3.2 fantasy points per game uh, this season not going to cut it um uh, so uh, yeah, we had some some big ones to watch as we talked about. You know, Ducks Buffalo. We got the, obviously the fourteen and one versus fifteen and zero game. Going to be a doozy. Plus, just Aval- lots of Avalanche to have at least four this week too. So like, I mean, all those good guys for the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. I think they get a. I think they get the Coyotes twice this weekend. So yeah, that that is pretty big. Um, and uh, I think we're going to have to get Alexa on next week, Bill. Yeah. I was going to ask him because Buffalo led the league in hits this week. Uh, what were you going to ask? You're going to ask him. Well, I'm just about the physicality of his team as he said. Oh, yeah, that's a really good question to ask a coach slash GM. 94 hits, you know, it's, that's a lot from the Sabres this week. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's dodging us or he just does not to get on Zoom. Well, but um, I've had many people dodge me before, so I, I can understand that. I can understand where he doesn't want to talk to us. That's fine. I mean, it's not even it's not even the top. I heard there's a rival Empire Hockey podcast in our own league, so mm. I just made that up. Fair. Well, I, yeah, I get, that's going to do it for the uh, for this week's show. Uh-oh, just oh, wait a minute. I lied. Yeah. I, I knew this would happen. See, yeah, yeah. And joining us on the podcast is Ryan Alexin, the GM, coach, president, and uh, CEO, owner of the Buffalo Sabres. Division leading Buffalo Sabres. Can you hear us, uh, Alexin? 
Loud and clear. Yeah, division leader as of, I guess, midnight or whenever the games ended. But feels good to be in first again. Uh, Bill, you can ask him your question now. He's here. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, Ryan, the physicality. Did you send a message? Did you want your team to send a message of physicality this week? You led the league with 94 hits. You know, we, we, we build our team uh, with a lot of grit. So, you know, that's one of the key pillars of – uh, what we try to pledge at the Buffalo Sabres uh, in the EHA. And I think that that holds true. 94, that's, that's a good amount. That's, that's a lot. That's shoving a few guys around. Yeah, I played yeah, the think that's Yeah, because I think one of my better players on my team is Brandon Tanev, who purely for hits, because he, he, he throws the body around pretty good. And you well, and I mean, as a Caps fan, you have a Vetskin too, so this, you can never go wrong with a guy that scores goals and also shoves people a lot. So, Absolutely. exactly, yeah, right there. I'm just getting them all in because I couldn't do it earlier. Uh. Alexan, what's been the difference between your Buffalo Sabres and the IRL Buffalo Sabres who are not having the same success? Oh boy, where do where do I even where do I even start with uh, the difference? I, I think the big thing is uh, I don't know, just determination and you know getting scoring chances because watching the in real life Sabres what I see is a lot of movement around the perimeter of the puck, but not a lot of good scoring chances. Whereas uh, on the EHA Buffalo Sabres, I have, you know, a couple of guys that really like the fire one timers and Stamkos and Ovechkin. Uh, and then I think, I think the big difference is quality of scoring chances between the two. And uh, also, my, I got I guess a bit of a follow-up, but you, you, have a, you have a Sabre on your team. You have a couple of them, actually, but one that plays in Linus Allmark. Uh, what goes into your goalie decisions week to week? I know he and Kemper are almost, you know, points per game-wise, almost dead even. Yeah, they're dead even. The, the only difference is within Phoenix, you have Auntie Ranta and Darcy Kemper, who pretty much are, I think right now, still a pretty even split because it seems like down there they kind of ride the hot goalie where, uh, in my opinion, for the Sabres, Allmark should play pretty much every game. Um, and he played three of four last week, and I think the Coyotes only had three games last week. So I was trying to get at least an extra start in Allmark over Kemper. So usually usually it's a mix of that and how many games each, each team is going to play. Because I think Sabres are going to try to at least play five this week. At least that's what's on the schedule, I believe. Yeah, get, getting those makeup games in. Yeah, because I know you guys. I know you guys ratted on me for the uh, <laughs> the, the goalie starts last week because I think Kemper had a shutout by the time you guys published. <laughs> well, it, well, it was that random Monday night game that they randomly had at like five o'clock or whatever. Was it like that five, day? yeah, yeah, yeah. At record time. Right. Yeah. We got we got we're playing each other this week, Alex. You got some big games this week. You got me, you. We got you and uh, and Bruce. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, is it all RPI matchups? I got, I what's what's your third one? one? I can't, it, it's, it's not scrolling look, for me. Let me look real quick. 
Okay, yeah. Well, I got the 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 North Jersey Devils. Okay. <laughs> four and, the four and eleven Devils, <laughs> who can't quite decide what state they're in. They also have the Colorado logo on on tracks. Yeah, the the Colorado Same franchise logo, though. Mm-hmm. New Jersey Devils, and in the Slack, they're the North Jersey Devils. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, Bill? Any more questions for Alexa there before we uh, before we get out of here? Um, it's, I mean, you see it coming down to the wire in the Nicorette Patch Adams division, right? I mean, you've got so many teams in your division that are right on your heels. Yeah, because honestly, if you look at it, you know, all the way down to five, you know, the Senators are only two and a half games back and we play, we play three games a week. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to go pretty much on a week to week basis here. Um, cause you know, I'm only a half game up on, uh, Nordiques right now. So it's pretty tight. Well, and in further, maybe bad news, uh, senators plays me this week. So that's good news for the senators. And I think the senators play the pirates this week too, which is more bad news for other teams that aren't the senators. So, yeah. Well, Bill, I'll, I'll be rooting for you for that matchup against <laughs> oh. any, any Patch Adams team you're playing that's other than me. I called up Eric Branston from the minors this week, so we're, we're, we're giving it a go. We're benching Brandon Montour. We're going to Branstrom, and we're hoping that gets me maybe three more points. Who knows? It's worth a shot. It's <laughs> worth a shot. <laughs> All right. Uh, remember, it's a 33-game schedule, so with uh, we're 15 in. We're basically the halfway point because – Halfway through this week, I guess, is the actual halfway point, right? Um, yeah, because this is week six. five. Oh, it's week six. We just finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just finished. Five, we just finished yeah. five. Yeah. Week six, halfway through the season, playoffs coming up. The deadline is the seventh of March. Trade deadline. Lots to get done before that. Uh, Alexan, thanks for coming on the pod. We'll have you on again. He's the uh, inaugural champion, the only one who's actually won the Coupal Cup. In a, in a game, right? Uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah. Actually finished the full season that, that year, so. <laughs> what a novel idea. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, final thoughts? Uh, happy birthday again to Islanders. Absolutely, Patrick. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, hope, Patrick. Hope, hope the kid's not keeping him up. <laughs>